On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're discussing tonight's game against the St. Louis Blues and what to expect going forward to round out the month of November. All that more, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. And also like to wish you all a belated happy Thanksgiving for all those listening in the United States and all those that celebrate all around the world. I hope everybody had a great day yesterday spending time with their family or loved ones or those close to them, whoever brings them joy in their life. Well, Hopefully the Tampa Bay Lightning can bring joy to our lives tonight as they face off against the St. Louis Blues. Now, this is a game that I have been looking forward to since the beginning of November. Um, St. Louis Blues, no matter how or where they are in the season, I always find them as a team that, you know, that are very interesting, uh, a team that is always going to give you a tough game. Now, the, the the Blues got off to a very bad start uh, this season, but have s- turned it around in recent weeks, have turned it around their last 10. Uh, they're 7-3 and three coming into tonight's game. And they were once at the bottom of the NHL in points, and now they find themselves uh, tied for fourth place in the Central Division. So Tampa's going to have you know, a tough go of it tonight against the St. Louis Blues team. And I mean, I look up, I look at any matchup that Tampa has as a tough matchup just because and, and a tough go of it, because like we stated on previous episodes, we don't know what kind of team we're getting on any given night from Tampa Bay. They've just been so inconsistent this year. Uh, a week ago, we were talking about how this team was starting to turn it around uh, they rattled off four straight wins uh, and then just came out, played well, and then just completely fell asleep against Boston on, on Monday. And now they have three days off and, and they have a late one tonight at eight o'clock start at home. So I feel like, you know, I'm already I'm already maybe I'm being a little negative here right now, but I feel like we're going to see a little bit of a hangover, something that is nothing new. Uh, to this Tampa team because let's face it you know I mean not that they were good at carrying over wins anyway but you know it's always been a struggle for them but you know in in a game like this especially after three games off and then you go into St. Louis well you go into a game against St. Louis and and so you know really to sum it up I'm I'm worried well I'm a little nervous about tonight I'm not gonna say I'm worried because I still think Tampa Bay has a very very good chance of winning tonight's game, of course, you know, but there are some things that the Lightning are going to need to do in order to to win tonight's game. Now, if you want to follow along on NHL.com, you go to the matchup tab. uh, It'll show you uh, how the two teams compare against each other. Now, if you look on the side tab, uh, power play percentage, we just go down the line from there and team stats. Now, Lightning are have a 25% power play. Uh, success rate that ranks them ninth in the league and St. Louis is at 23 and a half, which ranks them at 10. So these teams are pretty much even 
in terms of how well they play on the on the power play. So, you know, really the Lightning are going to have to are really going to have to cut down the chances, not allow St. Louis to get a lot of man advantages throughout this game. I mean, that's for any team. That's not just for St. Louis. I mean, the, the case, I, I pretty much say that when I preview every single game that Tampa has played in, that really they need to not allow the other team uh, to get as many chances on the power play, the man advantage as possible, because yeah, you know, they, they, they might not be good, but you know, if you give a, the opposing team five chances, then, you know, chances are they're going to score at least once or twice on those. So, you know, you definitely don't want to give the other team as many chances to beat you as possible. Now the penalty kill, uh, the lightning have very good chance. I'm feeling good about this. You know, I was, when I was looking at the numbers and I was going over the preparation for this episode, you know, the thing that really stuck out to me, obviously is the disparity in, in penalty kill percentage between these two teams is because, uh, Tampa pretty much this year, even though they're only 18th in the league, which is, you know, depending on how you want to look at it, whether in a positive way and say, well, you know, it could be worse. They could be lower. And yes, yeah, 78% is pretty good. All things considered, but at the same time, you know, I've spoken about it multiple times on this show about how I feel like that's a little bit of an inflated number given how long sometimes Tampa goes without scoring power play goals. And then other nights they'll absolutely explode uh, for, for, for power play goals. It'll just be a power play goal galore out there. So I feel like 78%, even though that is good. I mean, it's, I I look at it this way. 78% is not good, but it's not bad. I, I guess it's okay. It's not, good enough to to be able to propel you to where we all want this Tampa Bay team to be and that's at least near the top of of the division and what I mean is really first place I'm not I'm not really talking about you know second place third I'm talking about first place because you know all things considered the way they played against Boston the other night I still think that Tampa uh is good enough to make a play for first place in the division down the road uh, but if you look at St. Louis, their PK, 68.2%, which pretty much puts you down at the bottom of the league. So really the name of the game tonight for for the Lightning is you got to go out there and execute. You got to go out there and execute because, you know, this team clearly has struggled this year uh, with the chances. Uh, they have struggled with going out there and – like I said, you know, they 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 go out there and there's there's games where they could go 0 for 5 and then there's other games where they could go 3 for 5 or or 2 for 3 or you know, however you want to put it. But really Tampa needs to go out there and take advantage of a team that is not very good at handling the man advantage. So really important for Tampa to go out there, get off to a good start, somewhat similar to what we saw uh in the game against Boston and and not only have a good start, take advantage of your home ice advantage, but go out there and, and carry that over throughout the course of the game because it doesn't matter if if you go out there with a head full of steam in the first period and then you come out in the second and third completely asleep because really all you're doing is not allowing yourself to get any momentum, not allowing your, your team to get any any sort of energy out there and intensity, especially on the man advantage. You know, if you go out, like I, I complained on the last episode uh, when we were talking about the Boston game, how 
other than the one power play goal, Tampa only had one shot on net throughout their the entirety of the game. I think they had four power plays. And that's just completely unacceptable. So you really have to go out there. You really have to make uh, the Blues work for it. And, the, you know, there's other things uh, on the other side of that that also Tampa needs to do in front of Vasilevsky because uh, I don't know if I mentioned it or not on the other episode in, in the recap, but Tampa did not do a good job in front of Vasilevsky uh, other than, you know, the first goal of the game in which which tied things up, I in which, you know, I think we could all agree, really Vasilevsky should have saved that on the Krejci goal. I, I think really Tampa failed him uh, in front, and I, and I really think they didn't. They need to do a better job, and that's nothing new. Uh, we've seen this Lightning team really, really somewhat lay a duck out there when when Vasilevsky's in net. It's almost as if you know they 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 are very well aware of how good and how talented he is. Uh, they just don't can't allow him to get into the groove of things, uh, or or even give him a chance to make make saves sometimes. So we'll we'll see how they go uh, to start the game and and how they could carry out that momentum. We'll talk about all that stuff and 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 more uh but yeah the 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 lightning only had one other shot i think they only had two shots and one of them on on net during the power play throughout that entire game and one of them happened to be happened to be be a goal so really got to go out there you got to populate the the net with more shots and make the other goaltender work for it i mean if bennington's in goal tonight i i think the lightning will be in a good chance to score a lot of goals so uh, we'll talk about all that stuff in the second second segment of this episode. But first, I just want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Now, Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer, esports, and most importantly, hockey at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And they're always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We are on YouTube. So hit the notification button, hit the thumbs up, hit hit every button that you see on there. Uh, so you are notified as soon as the newest episode drops. And if you'd like to listen to us in audio form, go ahead. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed. That's Spotify, uh, Google Play, Apple, wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form, we are there. And go ahead and follow us on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. You could give me a follow at Danky Dank on Twitter at D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. I love hearing from all of you. And uh, yeah, we'll be dropping an episode tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, tomorrow night we'll be dropping an episode. So this is coming out Friday, of course. So we'll be dropping an episode uh, Saturday night uh, discussing the Blues game and and the, the, the number of games that will be coming up over next week. Uh... The Lightning will be facing Buffalo. They'll be on the road for a little bit. They'll be Buffalo on Monday, Boston on Tuesday, and then to start the month of December, they're in Philly, and then they come back that Saturday against Toronto. So uh, very interested to see, obviously, the the big game there that stands out other than Boston is Toronto. So uh, very interested to see how Tampa can carry any momentum 
uh, into that game because that's been the name of the game for this Tampa team all season long. And, and I feel like for the last couple of seasons as well, uh, Tampa just just doesn't it, it even in the course of a game, you know, it, it seems as though unless they've completely dominated a team, which we've seen here and there, not very much, but if they've dominated a team in the goal category uh, in a period, you really don't see Tampa really they they don't really carry anything over from period to period. And I think that's like the most frustrating thing for this team because starting from square one, it, it really deflates the I, I think the ego to a certain extent. And and it's not a bad thing to have an ego, but you know, it's it's not you definitely want to go out there with some confidence, with a little bit of an ego, a little bit of that mentality that we're better, that we're going to go out there and we're going to thoroughly dominate you in every aspect of the game. And Tampa had that early on against Boston, but you didn't see anything come from it afterwards. It, it, it you, what we almost see in it, and it, it, it's almost, you could predict it at this point in time, really. Uh, Tampa will come out, play well, do everything that we have spoken about on this show, that that really everything that you would want them to do to get a good start to a game. And then, you know, whether they score a goal or not, they almost have that that back to reality moment. And and then you start to see the the tide shift very fast, which is very interesting to see where Tampa will come out and the ice tilts towards the other team's favor. Boston's a perfect example. And it was about a couple of sequences. It wasn't, you know, gradually. It was a couple of sequences and then bam, Krejci goal. And then this team pretty much disappeared until the late third period. And and especially in this opportunity that they have against the St. Louis Blues, who, like I said, aren't a good PK team. Uh, do flourish in a couple other aspects of the game. Uh, on average, this Lightning team does score more goals. Uh, they have three. They they average almost. I would say almost three and a half per game. That's a that that puts Tampa at eleventh in the league. Uh, whereas St. Louis is at about almost three, so two point eight. Uh, that puts them at the twenty fourth. So and, and of course, you know they average. Uh, more goals given up than than goals forced, so that definitely does work in Tampa's favor. So you got to go out there, and and I always said on this show from day one that you can't, you know, hockey's more about just numbers. You know, sometimes you have to actually look at how a team plays, their body language. You have to you have to do the eye test and really see what this team has. And and I've been able to watch a few. Blues games this year, uh, not much recently as they started to really play better, but the case remains the same. And I've always kind of felt like this is that whether Elliot or Vasilevsky are in net tonight, and I fully expect Vasilevsky to be in net for Tampa Bay. But on the other side of that, in this instance, I'd rather see the starting goalie, and that's Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington, other than the year, a couple of years ago, I believe it was 2019 when they won the Cup, hasn't really impressed me a whole bunch since then. Uh, if you if you are able to follow hockey other than outside of just the Lightning, 
you you know that he's a little bit of a controversial figure. Uh, blues fans, from my understanding, love this guy, uh, but hockey fans, including myself, kind of some some hockey fans, including myself, kind of see him as just all talk. You know, he's he's kind of one of those guys that he's not afraid to go out at a defensive player, um, and and he kind of just he's just very controversial, very outspoken, uh, likes to start drama. Uh, with opposing players, and, and really, I would like to see Tampa come out and be very physical, very physical, enforce their will, uh, have a lot of uh, net presence in front of Bennington, really make things difficult for him, because if you could get him flustered, if you get him out of his element, which it seems to me that you know it doesn't take very long, especially if things aren't going his way, you know, play. It, it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of that mind games aspect to your game. If if Tampa is able to go in there, uh, maybe throw Maroon in front of net, or or even you know Perry, who's obviously a magician in front. Uh, just have them sit there. Have Kalorn sit there in front of Bennington. I don't care. But all that's going to be for not if this Tampa team doesn't go out and and shoot the puck and and you know, make Bennington work out there. And on the other side of that, on the other side of the ice, 200 feet down the other ice, you got to have some sort of control in front of your home net, especially at home. But you got to have some sort of control in front of your goalie. Uh, The way this Tampa team played against Boston in front of Vasilevsky, like I said, the only goal that we could really pin on Vasilevsky in the last game against Boston was the first one that Krejci scored uh, in the first period, which I equated that to a a 1970s – hockey uh 1970s like hockey goal that you know we slapped off from the blue line going in nobody sees that anymore nobody does that um so you know going forward after that really Vasilevsky I thought played well I thought that there was there was saves that he that weren't exactly spectacular but saves that were difficult nonetheless that he did a very good job and stayed very composed but given all the traffic that was in front of him, that Tampa just allowed Boston to do really whatever they want. Um, and and a large part of that you know, is that Tampa, and we have saw this last year and, and we've seen it this year a lot as well, is that Tampa uh, just somewhat forgets about opposing players down down below. So really, there there's a lot of there's really got to be a lot of work. I hopefully there's been a lot of work over the last couple of days. I doubt they practiced yesterday, but uh, but Tuesday went uh, Tuesday Wednesday. Uh, I hope I hope Tampa has been really trying to improve on on just keeping track of personnel down in front of Vasilevsky. Uh, I don't care how good of a goaltender. I mean, you could pick some of the best uh, in the league. You know, if if you have two two defenders in front of you from the other team plus two of your guys, it's going to be hard for you to see. Uh, so really need to see Tampa step it up in that regard as well as, you know, uh, firing off more shots on the power play. Uh, Tampa is going to get the chances tonight. If the Lightning uh, can capitalize on those chances, um, I think they'll they have a good chance to win by, by, I think, two goals or more tonight. So really we need to see them execute that play. And if they could execute, I mean – they, when they execute, they're one of the best players in the in the one of the best teams in the National Hockey League. So wrapping things up, my prediction for tonight's game, I'm going to say, and maybe this is me being overly optimistic. Uh, I'm going to say five two Lightning. I think 
We're going to see, you know, we've been seeing great performances as of late from Nikita Kucherov, Steven Stankos. I mean, a lot of players on this team are really starting to come together, are really starting to go out there and execute, not necessarily in the way that I would have thought or at the pace I would have liked. But nonetheless, um, I, I think still some of the players on this team have really played well. All things considered, I think Nemestikov is getting his first goal tonight. I know I've been saying that for a couple of shows now, but uh, the way he has been skating as of late, uh, the way he is creating chances for himself, I am very impressed. You know, I was a little skeptical uh, when Tampa Bay signed him in the offseason, bringing him back. You know, I'm always skeptical when a hockey team or just a professional sports team, unless unless it's a one of the top players in the league and he's played there before. I'm always skeptical when it when a team re-signs a player that they have had on their team previously and have traded away or whatever the case may be. Um, I was a little skeptical because I feel, you know, that was more so little of a nostalgic signing, but obviously, you know, Julian Brees Boss knows what he's doing and and Nemestikov kind of started off slow. His plus minus is a little rough right now. It's in the negative, but like I said, he has really impressed me over the last three, four games, and and I think he's due. You know, he's had a couple of chances here and there that he's just missed the net, or the goaltender has made a grave save, great save, and he's just he's due. He's due at this point, and and I feel the same way about about Ross Colton. I I really think that Ross, you know, like I said, he plays with a lot of intensity. Sometimes he could grip his stick a little too tight, and but. You know, the way he's been skating, he's another one. The, you know, that's the good that's the good measuring stick for some players like Ross Colton, like Nemestikov, that, you know, they may not necessarily be putting up the numbers on recent games, whether it be assists, but if if you if they're skating well, if they're still being aggressive, if they're playing with confidence and they're they're taking their chances, uh, I have all the confidence in the world that these guys are gonna be able to score. Uh, so, you know, if I would, I would also like to see Braden point, uh, maybe get a goal tonight. Uh, I know he has six on the season, so, you know, hopefully he could get number seven tonight. I would like to see, see, obviously Kucherov pick up a a point or two tonight, multi-point game from him. And as always, I would really like to see the defensive core, uh, score a goal tonight, mainly Victor Hedman, uh, one goal this year, 10 points. Uh, there are instances from him. I spoke about it in the last episode where he hasn't looked himself. Uh, but in the Boston game, he had a good opportunity that he created for himself skating down the ice. And we haven't really seen a ton of that from Hetty this year where he has taken the initiative and skated towards the goal uh, and really created a chance for himself. And, and really, we saw what happened a couple of years ago when he was doing that in the playoffs. So I would like that to also just not be restrictive just so towards the playoffs. Cause I feel like that's when Hedman really turns on his offense is in the playoffs. I would like to see him do that year round. Uh, he has the ability to do so. So why not now? So, uh, you know, a lot of players. I also like Sergachev. I think Sergachev, uh, I would like to see another goal from him. He's been really shooting the puck. Great. Uh, this season, 14 point, uh, excuse me, 18 points this season already, uh, leading all the defensemen in points. So, which is something you never really, you don't see, you haven't seen the last couple of years. Usually it's Hedman uh, that's that's really scoring all the points for this team. So, you know, a little bit of a change. I did say at the beginning of the season 
that Sergachev, this was his year to either put up or shut up. Um, so, you know, you have a lot of players, a lot of wheels turning for this Tampa Bay team that I think if all these guys come to the table tonight, if they could pull up their socks and get to work and do the things right, I think that this will be uh, a 5-2 game. Uh, and on the other side of that, of course, you know, outside of the offensive production, if guys stick to their assignments, keep track of personnel in front of Vasilevsky, really try and kick guys out of that low slot position uh, and let Vazzy do his thing, I think that, you know, two go- two goals, I would think, is probably the most that any team would ever get. Um, I, I really... I. In my head, I'm also kind of thinking like maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is when we finally see Vasilevsky get his get his shutout. But I don't know. I don't know. I just maybe it's just me being a little bit negative. But I, I just the Vazzy we've seen this year, and you also got to maybe look at the personnel changes that we've had over the summer. Uh, the Vazzy, the the stone cold Vasilevsky that we are accustomed to, we haven't seen it this year. Now maybe this is maybe he's still trying to to get get into the the groove of things. You know we are in November. Uh, we do have a month really until I look at it as the deadline of whether or not uh, this team is what what kind of team this is going to be for the rest of the year. But I really would like to see Vasilevsky going. I I really think that yeah he's seven six and one with a goals against average of three and a save percentage of nine oh three. It's it's not ideal. Um, I look at it this way, though. It could always be worse. So, you know, but it all starts in front of him. If his team plays the right way in front of him, then I think it'll, it'll all piece together uh, over the next couple of months. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see how this team plays. So let us know below in the comments what you think about your predictions for this game. Who do you want to see perform or get going? Who hasn't really been able to get things going uh, over the course of the season. Like I said, we'll be putting out a recap tomorrow night. So that's Saturday night. So keep an eye out for that. So that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you next.